1: championship weekend is here as we get ready to hand out the hardware at the 2022 australian open the women's final is set as aussie ash barty and american danielle collins face each other on saturday night in melbourne plus we break down the men's semifinals where Rafa Nadal continues his quest for our record-setting 21st major title And it's Aussie, 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 oi, 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 in the doubles draw. The home crowd will have a pair of all Aussie teams to cheer on in the final. All those stories and much, much more on this Australian Open Edition of Tennis Channel Live. Let's go! Day 12 of the Australian Open. Welcome to TC Live, presented by GEICO. Our pregame show to get you ready for all the action every day down under. The women's final is set, and the men's will be determined tonight. Here's what's on tap. Raf Nadal, two matches from the men's all-time major record. First up, his second career match with Matteo Berrettini. Then it's a rematch of last year's semifinal between Daniil Medvedev and Stefano Sitsipas. With that, we welcome you back into our studio. Steve Weissman with the fam. Hall of Famer Martina Navratilova. Hall of Famer Lindsay Davenport. From 60 Minutes in Sports Illustrated, John Wertheim. How are we Thanks. feeling today?
2: Feeling
3: good.
1: Feeling good? Feeling, feeling good. A little tired. <laughs> you, you stayed up <laughs> last night. I watched some tennis in the middle of the night <laughs> <laughs> in
3: California time. Hard to go to sleep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, for those who went to sleep, guess what? We've got all the highlights right now. Two Americans started, one would advance. Let us begin with Madison Keyes taking on Ash Barty. Keyes on a 10-match win streak. Barty with nine in a row, Martina. The Aussie was on her game.
2: She was on her game from the get-go, moving uh, Madison Keyes around the court, really running her on the diagonal and returning extremely well. In fact, Madison won more points on her second serve. than She was only 49% of the points on her first serve. Just really couldn't find an opening against Barty. Barty really moving that forehand around really well, pulling Maddie off the court, forcing her to hit off her back foot. And this was, that slice was nice. And uh, I think here uh, Madison hits a winner down the line. Madison didn't quite go for her shots as much as she usually does. Normally she goes for too much. She didn't go for enough yesterday, but also a lot of it was due to Barty then Madison there. There was a bluff approach and it ended up that way. As, uh, as Barty loves to, to have um, Madison being forced to come in and really a straightforward win, I I have not seen a player look this good since Serena Williams getting into the finals.
1: Wow, I haven't seen and a player uh, look this good since Serena. Ash Barty moving on. Let's hear from both players, starting with Keyes.
3: Obviously, I'm disappointed with how it went tonight and obviously would have loved to have been in the finals here, but all in all, after the year that I had, I'm pretty happy with my summer in
2: Australia incredibly so to to be in the finals weekend of of your home Grand Slam is is what a lot of a lot of Aussie players dream of Uh, and yeah it's going to be an incredible experience come Saturday I can't wait to go there and enjoy it
1: So, Ash Barty, first Aussie woman to reach the final here in more than 40 years. She has only spent six hours and six minutes on court. That's an hour and one minute per match. Incredible stuff. She's been broken twice in her past two events. She is on fire right now. As you watch this match, you stayed up for it. Lindsay, what stood out to you?
3: Just that the ease that Barty is right now, being able to play her game, and we've always talked, she's under an immense amount of pressure playing in Australia. This is the next big one for her to win. She's handling it like a champ, but if you look at her tennis, she has been playing to her patterns this whole tournament. Serve plus forehand, over 80% Mm. of her service points, and that's really what an opponent has to try and get her out of. Nobody has been able to do that yet. Martina talked about how well she's playing, like Serena. Her service numbers are serena S from five years ago, Australian Open, winning over 80% of her first serve points. Nobody can really solve that riddle. And when a player that good is able to just play with such ease, like, look out. she's looks sensational.
4: Did we not discuss on the very first day of the show most underrated shot in women's tennis is the, the effectiveness of that serve? These are Serena serve numbers. I, I was uh, – uh, Matt Roberts, the excellent journalist, turned me on to this. Said when Barty lost her previous major match, U.S. Open, to Shelby Rogers – Shelby Rogers said, look, I had to start moonballing. That's not my game. I want to go in there and club winners. But that's what I had to do to avoid that slice, to change up the patterns. Mm-hmm. It was effective for Shelby Rogers, But the idea that you've got to play a game that you're not familiar with, that you're not fond of, just to get into the match, which is something six opponents haven't done here, that's a sign you've got a really, really special opponent on the other side of the net.
3: Her coach, Craig Tizer, had a great Quote, Uh where he's saying, like, oh, people are always warming up for Barty and and the hitting partner's hitting slices. (laughs) If that's when you're trying to solve it, that means you (laughs) haven't practiced for it. And it's so true. We talk Barty slice. Nobody uses it like Barty. Nobody uses it with as much regularity. Last year's tournament, Barty sliced about 54% of the time. She was coming over backhand 46% of the time. This year's Australian Open, over 85% wow. of her backhands have been sliced. A big adjustment yeah. she's made. Well, I was
2: going to say 10% of yep. topspin, and it's even it's a little bit more than but very little. Barely. I think you have to practice that all year long. You can't just be a Seren Valley when it's time to be Seren volley. You have to do it throughout the year, get used to that slice, and they're not... And, and, and Maddie was trying to stay away from the slice, which means hitting to Barty's forehand, but then she's doing all the running. Uh, I think the key to breaking Barty's serve, you have to return to the forehand because she, she hits the serves and moves left. Mm. So yep. if you try to get to the back end, you're not going to do it. unless You had a really great return down the line, which is not a percentage shot. So you got to go, I think, deep cross-court or or the off-backhand to the forehand and get into the rally that way because I think Barty would rather hit that forehand from the backhand side of the court than Mm. the forehand side of the court. But still...
1: Go to the strength to open up the weakness. Not a lot of weakness at all in the Ash Party game. You bring up Serena. Fewest amount of games lost on the way to a major final since Serena. 2013 oh, oh, wow. at the U.S. Open. dominating Has only dropped 21 games so far. All right, one other American in action. That's Danielle Collins looking to make her first major final. And like the first semi, this was one-way traffic against Iga Swiatek, Lindsay.
3: Yeah, we were concerned where Swiatek would be physically and also emotionally after that three-hour battle just the day before this match. And early on, Collins was ripping her ground strokes. Shvantev tried to fight back in that first set, down 4-love, then down 5-2. Collins' backhand crosscourt, besides Barty's game, has been the biggest weapon in this tournament, and it has won her so many points. It's great to see Collins just swinging so free out On this court and you combine that with the pace of the court she's just overwhelming her opponents with her ground strokes and and just again was flat she had no energy to match collins and again we talk about weapons the backhand cross court for collins has really helped her get to this final let's see how it holds up in the final against Barty.
1: I mean, those returns were on fire. She had seven return winners, 27 total, plus seven aces. She
3: won 86% of the points when she saw Shriantek's second serve. I mean, that's how all over that weak second serve she was.
1: Seventh top ten win, undefeated this year, and into her first major final.
3: Having a lot of fun on court, um, a lot of tough uh, opponents, uh, battles out there, and, and to be through the final is is uh, really incredible. I think I'm at a loss for words right now.
2: I was prepared for her playing aggressive game, but I think that was the fastest ball I've ever played against on a match for sure. In practices, I I've hit. I mean, maybe on the same speed, but on matches it's different um, because players they don't want to you know take that much risk. Uh, but it seemed for her that it wasn't even risky because she was playing it with uh, with control.
1: Well, take a look for Danielle Collins, now gonna make her top 10 debut. She will be, we've talked about it all week, the top-ranked American woman at the end of this event. And how about back-to-back collegiate players making the Australian Open final after Jenny Brady, first since Kathy Jordan in 1983? I want to go back to what Iga said about that Danielle Collins groundstroke, fastest. Shot, she's, she's played Sabalenka. She's played Keys. What does that say to you about what Danielle Collins is doing out there?
2: Oh, she's hitting it a ton, and not just hard, but she's inside the court more than the other players. She's taking the ball on the rise. Right. You saw how much she's climbing onto the backhand return. She really overpowers Triontec from inside the baseline, and that's a big problem. Mm. That's why she couldn't handle it. And I think she'll be practicing. She'll be telling her practice, practice partner in the future, hit it harder, hit it harder, because that's how hard Danielle Collins hits it. But, again, she takes time away by hitting it hard, and coming inside the court, and she was on top of it. But then when she didn't have the opening with a forehand, she just rolls in deep cross court. So her shot selection is really, really right on the money. She only goes for it when she should. And and when she goes for it, it's killer.
4: Look for those backhand-to-backhand backhand rallies in the final. I, I didn't see a stat of the day in this rundown that we're looking at. I think, well, there was some music. All right, the guy in the truck are on it. Uh, here's a stat for you. Steve, you mentioned 21 games in six matches for Barty. I mean, that's fewer than two games a set. That is just absolutely rolling. The scenic route as a good point of comparison. Collins, 51 games to get to this point. That says one player is cruising and the other is battling. We talked about Barty sometimes perhaps feeling the weight of the occasion when you're barely dropping two games a set. That can help you. Settle in, but I, I don't think that Collins is going to be cowed by the occasion of playing in her first major final. And I think sure. it may be the disguised blessing we often talk about the fact that she has had to battle to get here, which obviously plays mm-hmm. to, to her great, unquantifiable strength. I think the fact that she's had to play so much tennis may actually be a benefit and not a, not a detriment.
3: Uh, she played more games. She's also spent four and a half hours more. On court for these singles matches. That is a big difference going into the final. But I agree with you. I think Collins is going to be ready. And you you get the sense from some players it might be overwhelming for them. I think she's going to embrace it. She beat Barty last year in Australia. Yep. The slice to Collins obviously presents challenges. I don't think it's as tough for her to handle as it is some other players. She's got great movement and great preparation on that backhand wing. She gets down low. Um, I think it's going to be a great final. And, I, I mean, Barty's a heavy favorite, but I give Collins a, a yep. swing and chance out there.
2: I agree. I think she'll handle that slice better because she's closer to the baseline than yeah. most other players, so she'll be able to get a little bit higher.
1: I like how you snuck in a, a Wertheim stat of the day yeah. in there. That I think was, guys, yeah. guys in the truck were on it, too. <laughs> they? The, the theme music and everything. All right, looking forward to that women's final. Ash Barty, Danielle Collins, as Lindsay mentioned, the last player to beat her on home soil, Danielle Collins. When we come back. We'll get you ready for the men's semifinals. Can Rafa keep it going? And will we get a new face going for the title? Find out. You're watching TC Live.
4: TC Live at the Australian Open is presented by GEICO. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. TC Live at the Australian Open is brought to you in part by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and new customers can bet $1 and win $100 if any point is won. Plus, all customers can play for thousands every day in DraftKings free-to-play pools. Use code ACE and buy Tennis Express. We deliver tennis right to your front door. Order today. Ships today. Back on TC Live, we
1: will be back with you tomorrow once again, 5 p.m. Eastern, every day of the Australian Open, the men's semifinals, 10.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. And Paul and Brett, have you covered? The Encore presentation on Tennis Channel, 8 a.m. Eastern, right here. As we welcome you back into the studio, Steve Weissman, and I am so happy to be joined by my good friend, Stephen Amitrage of Universal Tennis. Stephen, it's always great to see and catch up. How are things going? Steve,
5: going great. Going great. How are you, my man?
1: Doing well. Doing well. All right. A, a lot to get to. Uh, I, I know you've got a lot of college events. The players love those, but there's some other stuff going on with Universal Tennis. So catch us up on the latest.
5: Thanks, Steve. It's been such a, honestly, just a great year for Universal Tennis in 2021 and entering into 2022. Um, you know, we're really working to transform tennis for everyone across all levels of the sport. We did a major extension of our partnership with Tennis Australia where UTR, the rating, and our products from Universal Tennis are going to be rolled out across the entire country. We started a professional tour of 25K events, of which we had 186 across 16 countries in 2021, giving over $4.6 million in prize money to players. Um, We extended, uh, we relaunched actually our app um, and extended kind of a more convenient service around um, basically finding players of, a, of your level close to you and being able to schedule them through our Create Play tool. And for juniors, which has always been a, a huge part of UTR, we, we actually started a, uh, a, a junior national pathway whereby players in high school can just really get on the radar of college coaches and have all their matches streamed to be able to uh, get recruited into college.
1: Awesome, Stephen. Love to hear all that. Now, college athletes can now get paid for their name, image, and likeness. It's revolutionary, and you've got four players across the college landscape, Taylor Johnson from UCLA, Peyton Stearns from Texas, Tristan Boyer from Stanford, and Carolyn Ansari from Auburn. How, how is Universal Tennis taking advantage of this? H- how much money they can make? T- tell us about this.
5: Well, so this is actually our first step into the NIL um... know changes and 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 new opportunities that college tennis players and college athletes in general can have and so these four players we identified as people that have taken advantage of uh, a lot of the products on universal tennis um paid hits and you know just overall tournaments that they've played um and so we're excited to be leaders in the nil space within college tennis i think this is the first specific for college tennis deal that's been done um and we're we're excited to see kind of where this rolls out um this is something where uh, you know, we're hoping to expand into the area. We have started out here and, and we're going to monitor it uh, from, and, and kind of go from there.
1: So so if there's a player out there right now who's about to, to go to college and thinking maybe going to the pros, like what financially, what can they, they make from you all?
5: Well, so this is this is an opportunity at sponsorship. This is an opportunity at kind of a little bit of, um, you know, quid pro quo in terms of um marketing and in terms of uh you know use of products so um those deals kind of depend on each of the players um and that's something that they should reach out to us uh on our support to to uh investigate more
1: all right awesome love to hear that uh steven we, we've got two big men semifinals coming up tonight break it down use the analytics tell us uh, who universal tennis is predicting
5: yeah so i mean look we're we're expecting two really tight matches again today um you know, we are going with Rafa at a you know about a seventy to thirty chance against Mateo here. Um, obviously, the the rating itself does not take into effect does not take into account the fact that Rafa had such a physical match, but we still do think he's going to be coming out in a tight four sets or, or potentially even five as well.
1: And how about the other match, the rematch from last year?
5: Yeah. The rematch from last year. Exactly. So, you know, we do have Medvedev as well at a seventy thirty clip. clip. Um, you know, it's kind of interesting because I think Stefanos is obviously trending in the right direction after his last match, which he played incredible against center after a little bit of a slow start uh, in the tournament after his injury. But um, we are going with, with Medvedev. He is the highest ranked player in the tournament and uh, we think he's going to come out.
1: All right, so you think it's going to be Rafa against Medvedev? We shall see what happens. Steven, always great to see you. Stay safe. Tell Ali we say hello, and uh, we'll see you at Indian Wells. Of
5: course. Thanks so much, Steve. Talk to you soon. All right, take care.
1: Uh, a lot still to get to here on TC Lab. Coming up, the special case show rocking again yesterday. See if Nick Kyrgios and Tanasi Kakanakis kept it rolling to a final. Lindsay, John, Steve, back on TC Live, presented by Geico. Nick Curios, Tanasi kokanakis They've never been past the third round in doubles at a major. Yeah, watch the shot. That's not Nick Curios. <laughs> that is not. <laughs> not. Marcel years and Horatio Zabayos with some tricks of their own. But, John,
4: uh, listen, the special K's. Just too good. Yeah, look where they're playing, too. This is uh, in the big stadium, and uh, they, you know, we need to do entertainment music. You know, this, uh, people got their money's worth here. Uh, this is the Patchwork Aussie team, another seeded team on the other side of the net. Their fourth straight match against Seeds. Look at that pass. This is great shot making here. We were looking at this 32 winners to two unforced errors. Think this is fun. This is, look what happens here, though. Watch this. They lost a break. Goodbye, Racket. Um, Think they care? Think this means something to uh, Nick Curious? The good news, they were still on serve and just some great shot-making by two superior singles players. This is good stuff. Watch the man in red here after this top spin lob. Watch this. Go oh, off. Right, right. Uh, yeah, like
2: one, was yeah,
3: exactly. one was going for the chest. Uh, one was going for the. I don't know what that was. But, I was going um, to say like right. Good uh, idea all the time. Right,
4: right <laughs> in the Kokonakis he got him. Um, but uh, these guys are in the finals. So that's the takeaway. It's about the only thing they, they were not on
1: the same page with. Uh, Nick said I've played a lot of singles matches with amazing atmospheres. Nothing beats this. This is insane. And we've got an all Aussie final. Lindsay, you think this could be trouble for special case,
3: uh, it's tough, and the whole crowd won't be for them, won't have that same atmosphere. But for Craig Chikova, Siniakova, they continue to roll. Steve, we have some amazing double stats this week 18 winners.
4: <laughs> How many? Do,
3: do, 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 How two many? unforced stairs from the Czechs. <laughs> what happened? She missed her shot. Exactly. Can we find those two, please? These two, they're just too good. We've talked about them all week. They play well together as a team. And they're great from everywhere on the court. It doesn't matter the combination, whether Krejcikova's at net or Siníaková's at net, they both know how to play doubles. And more importantly, they both know how to play with oh. each other.
4: Might I submit? That could be the second and third best Czech doubles players of all time. <laughs>
2: and here we have Krejcikova running to the net, which is usually the case the other way. Sinyak was at the net, Krejcikova on the baseline. But this was a slaughter in, in doubles terms, 6-2, 6-3, really solid. And they're looking... Heavy favorites to win, yeah, the whole thing.
1: Yeah, looking for their fourth major title. First in Australia, taking on Beatrice Sadat-Maya and the uh, former Gator, Anna Danalina. So, uh, you certainly, you, you, you favor the top seeds in this one, but you got to play the match.
2: They should win it. They look too good the whole tournament. They really haven't been threatened. So, uh, yeah, they, they're looking good. Pressure's off for Krejcikova. And uh, and this is the one that they haven't, they haven't won yet. Mm-hmm. So, they're, they're fired up. And I think they would like to have that matchup.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, All right, a lot of uh, exciting doubles. But first, the men's singles Our DraftKings Sportsbook Tennis Channel match preview. Let's look at it. Tsitsipas
4: Medvedev. John, what do you think of these odds? Um, a little steep, no? I mean, I think, you know, like the guy who won the previous major and is the higher seed probably ought to be the favorite. Um, I can see a five-setter as well. You know, who knows? I mean, Tsitsipas had the much easier Semi final match, not just physically but emotionally as well. A little bit of history, a little little friction between these guys. Um, I like this match as a as a fan. I think it goes five and I, I do think Medvedev wins, but I think I think those odds are pretty generous for the seed.
2: Yeah, we'll see how it's a if he can make his way to the net and, and, and take away time from Medvedev. And get him on the on the diagonal again. Maybe that slice forehand uh, backhand cross court, and then come in on the next shot or something like that. Or drawing Medvedev on 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 Tsitsipa's terms, not not uh, Medvedev's terms, but uh, really tough matchup, really hard to find openings. So I think Medvedev in four. Yeah, he's definitely the favorite with how and also how he serves. I mean,
3: it's so tough to break. Medvedev, and he's got that big serve. He's so comfortable on the baseline. He also goes for the double or triple pass. He doesn't try and hit the outright right. winner when someone comes to net. So he's going to force Tsitsipas to have to come up with a couple of different volleys. And more solid player. The big question mark is, John, you talked about it, is Medvedev recovered from that long five-setter against Oje Ali Asim? As you said, Tsitsipas pretty much cruised through his quarterfinals, so should be the fresher of the two.
1: head-to-head for Medvedev, but Stefanos has won two of the last three. That one loss right here in Australia last year, same round. Take a look at our parlay special, the daily special today. Brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbooks. We've got the two favorites, Nadal and Medvedev. They need to win in straight sets, Martina. $100 for $1,300. Are you buying?
2: I would have gotten it yesterday. I think those are good odds. But no, I would not take this one. I think one of these guys wins a set for sure, if not more. So I would not, yeah. No, I'm not taking put it. Money on it. John?
4: Uh, Putting some cash in this? You know, I mean, the the straight set is the big caveat. but $1,300? You're buying? Yeah, I'm buying.
3: I I think some of our our greatest days in tennis the last few years have been men's semifinal days of Mm -hmm. majors. I just don't see two straight set matches happening. I think it, the odds are, yeah. Yep. Which is why it's a 30, big, 30, big payday. I, I understand <laughs> after all these days, Steve. <laughs> I, I feel <laughs> right. someone's going to win at least one set.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. but i But I'm, I'm taking the I'm, I'm $1. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, why not? Give it a shot. Uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers can bet a dollar, win $100 if any point is won. Not in a sportsbook state, we'll download any of the apps and play for thousands every day in DraftKings free-to-play pools. Use the code ACE when you sign up. Even for all of our New York residents, where DraftKings Sportsbook is now available. Back by popular
4: demand. What did you say, John? I said, you be Fred Astaire, I'll be Ginger Rogers. <laughs> yeah no. A one-two and a two-one and a Okay. Jake Gyllenhaal, Emma Stone. Yeah, practice that before the final, boys.
1: <laughs> Back on TC Live. Here's what we have for you next week on Tennis Channel and TC Plus. Action from Montpellier. We'll see Gal Monfils and Alexander Zverev and Pune, where you'll find Aslan Karatsev. Coverage begins Monday, January 31st. Back to the Australian Open. Aussie wheelchair legend Dylan Alcott playing his final match, looking for his eighth straight Australian Open
4: title, taking on Sam Schroeder in a rematch of last year's final. John. Yeah. Note the court and note the crowds. This is a uh, final match of a legend, and Dylan Alcott wearing the the, the purple in the near court and this did not go quite as the fans or dylan alcott had anticipated this I, th- I think what we saw among other things was the evolution of wheelchair tennis i mean this is yeah, he's, he's playing a, a 22 schroeder. year old on the other side of the net schroeder this guy's really good they had some fun points for the first set and then sort of uh we didn't party yeah, barney yeah, I'm impersonation sure. on the other side of the net so dylan alcott does not uh, win the australian uh, open in his final match but boy did he bring us something afterwards
0: I hope he doesn't mind this, but Andy Murray just messaged me. I don't know if I've articulated that well, but you're an absolute rock star and inspiration. Thanks for everything that you've done. That's kills me. Like, it makes me want to cry. <laughs> special. Like, it's just, you're a part of it. It's just a part, just a part of it. Like, I don't even care you're in a wheelchair. Like, I don't give a shit. sorry to swear. It's special. It's so nice, you know. It's like that everywhere, man. I never thought that would happen. It's cool. It's really cool. I think that makes That's better than winning a tennis tournament. There's a legend of the sport getting around wheelchair tennis. If it's good enough for someone like that, it's good enough for everyone.
1: How cool is that to hear?
2: Respect from your peers, you know? That's what he's getting, and uh, you just see how much it means to him. Uh, too bad he didn't win his last match. I, I have to spare a thought for Sam Schroeder. Mm-hmm. He was born with a genetic disorder where uh, SHFM, He only has, like, one finger on each hand. I don't know how he moves the chair around. He played unbelievably well. But, uh, again, kudos to uh, Don Alcott. He brought so much uh, visibility to the sport and uh, inspired so many people.
4: We talked yesterday about the the charisma of this guy who's just, you know, exudes a certain likability. We're going to see more of him. But I also think we used to have been... I think what we really saw is wheelchair tennis sort of taking that next step. We will see a lot more wheelchair tennis even without such a decorated champion around anymore.
3: Yeah, it was a concerted effort a number of years back from the majors to try and make it a bigger part of all the Grand Slams. And do you remember when the U.S. Open first announced that they were holding the U.S. um, in closed doors in 2020 and there was this outcry? Well, they didn't include the wheelchair Mm, participants. And they changed that within a week or two, uh, realizing how important it is for the sport to showcase it on the biggest stages that press conference makes me cry. That's yeah. just emotional. It's amazing okay. to see that and how much it means to him.
1: Kudos to, to Annie Murray, too, yeah. S- S- sending that text. Pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Dylan Alcott, Australian of the Year. That's right. first, first person with a visible disability to win that, and he retires as the only man to ever win the Golden Slam, so ever funny. in the history of our sport. Pretty cool. Well, that'll do it for TC Live today. We'll see you back here tomorrow, 5 p.m. Eastern. Our Encore coverage is tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern. We will break down all of the action, the men's semifinals, plus get you ready for the women's final, and also the doubles final.
4: Special case, Dirty Dancing or Greco-Roman wrestling?
2: <laughs> it's fell down in any case.
4: Have a great day, everybody.